see there are some disturbing signs going on out there right now. Amen. First, let me say that our hearts and our prayers go out to the families of the children that were slain in Uvalde. Amen. I cannot even come to imagine what it's like for those families to know that they had sent their little ones off to another day expecting them to come back home showing them their homework their little things that they did in school that day and, and this the suffering right now is they have to sit around and look at that empty chair or that empty bed. Where their child once lay And they'll never again be able to see the smile or hear the laughter of that child ever again. I can't imagine what the suffering of the families are going through right now. We need to, as a people, God, need to just do more than do what they call lip service and say, I'll pray for them, but we need to pray for them. Amen? Amen. Yeah, we need to acknowledge them and be an intercessor for them and pray that God can lay uh, that that balm of healing on them in time. I know it's going to take a long time. It may never be healed. I, I, I can't imagine what that's going to be like to have to go on that way. I say we are standing at the threshold of the end times. Second Timothy 3, 1 through 17. It says, but understand this, that in the last days, Amen. In the last days, there will come times of difficulty. Amen. 
Another translation it says will be perilous times. Difficult times. We are living in difficult times right now. Amen. Where people will be lovers of self. Lovers of money. Now it's okay to make money, but not good to be in love with money. Amen? Money is a, a good servant, but it's a bad master. Amen? People will be proud and arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents and ungrateful, unholy and heartless. Unappeasable, slanderous, without control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having an appearance of godliness but denying its, its power. How many times have you heard people say, oh, well, I believe in God. Everybody believes. Some don't, but people say, I believe in God. Well, you, know, you got to do a little bit more better than that because the scripture says that even the devil believes. <laughs> and he trembles. You see, he ain't all that powerful, so he got thrown out of heaven. <laughs> Amen? And when you can have somebody dictate where you go and where you can't go, you ain't all that powerful. <laughs> Amen? You've got your limits. In Jude 1 and 7, it says, now this is what I'm talking about. And I'm, I'm, the scriptures that I'm reading to you tonight fits the description of what I'm saying that we're standing at the threshold of the last days. We are, things are happening right before our very eyes. And we're, as, we go, as we're entering into this new era. Amen? Look around. It says, just as Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding cities, which likewise indulged in sexual immorality and pursued unnatural desires, serve as an example by undergoing a punishment of eternal life, of eternal fire. Sodom and Gomorrah, you know the story. They were so wicked. God said, I'm going to sell this once and for all. Now, let me tell you something. You do not want to get on God's bad side. <laughs> he has a way of handling things. And he took out the people who he wanted to save, and he destroyed everybody else. 
That's judgment. Right? You don't want to do right? Okay. We'll, 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 uh, we'll, we're going to deal with this in a way you can't handle. I'm going to bring fire and brimstone down from heaven on you. See how you, how you like that. And you know Lot's wife, you know the story on her, right? All she had to do was keep running. He wanted to see her. That's where her that's where her heart was, was in the city. And she turned just like him in the city. She turned around. The moment she turned around, that was the last thing she saw. And I imagine a lot went. Oh I ain't looking. I'm running. Praise God. Second Peter three. Verse 3 and 4 says, Knowing this first of all, that scoffers will come in the last days with scoffing, following their own sinful desires, they will say, Where is the promise of his coming? For wherever since the fathers fell asleep, all things are continuing as they were from the beginning of creation. They don't realize that God has given us and giving them an opportunity to be saved but they're taking his slackness as slackness not as a opportunity to do right amen we are standing at the threshold of the end time. Matthew 24, 36, 44 says, But concerning that day and the hour, no one knows. He's given you a warning of, your, of his coming. He, he's, he's letting you know right now, you need to live your life every single day Every waking moment so you don't be caught flat-footed when that day comes. But concerning that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven nor the Son, but on the Father only. For as were the last days of Noah, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. Whereas in those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving marriage until the day of Noah entered the ark, and they were unaware until the flood came and swept them away. So will be the coming of the Son of Man. Praise God. Things are going to happen, and they're going to happen fast. Amen. If you look around, you know, we just had this tragedy happen See, we, it's fresh in our minds right here of the violence that happened right down the street in Uvalde, Texas but it also happened in other places in the country in Sandy Hook where someone walked in and killed a bunch of children that same type of madness 
Then it happened years ago in Columbine where two students walked in and started gunning down their fellow students. This madness is in this world. And this is with our children. And let me tell you, they are, they are after our children. When our children cannot be moved by the Spirit of God, something is wrong. They're being taught in school all anti-God type information. I remember once when I was uh, doing a, uh, at the VA hospital, I was at the, my clinic, I was enrolling in a, <clears throat> uh, a class, you know, for the nutrition, to lose some some little weight around here. And there was about five or six of us in the classroom, and the instructor was over at the head on a you know on the screen, and the instructor was over at the university at, at the at the other big hospital, and, and they were gonna get their input about how you know nutrition and everything works. But before they started, they had this screen up on the screen of the monkey, you have ever seen this silhouette of the one monkey, the monkey, then a little next picture, then he's rising up, and another little picture, he's raising up, and then another picture over here, and he finally, to get to the very end, he's a man. And I sat there and I said, I, would not, I didn't come from no monkey, I was made from the image of God. And the person on the other end, the our mic was supposed to be muted, but it wasn't. And she heard me say that, and when she heard me say that, she went, y'all mute that mic over there. Now, I consider that a personal problem if you believe you came from a monkey. <laughs> Amen? That's a personal problem, all right? Now, I may act like a monkey, but I didn't come from no monkey, okay? And they are so today even trying to get a monkey to, you know, to, to do mathematics and talk. We are standing at the threshold of the end time. Amen. They are trying to teach the children in the kindergarten. In the, imagine this now. Y'all have children. Those that have children, and they had children. And we got, you remember your child was in the kindergarten? I'll wait. Sister, I want y'all to get y'all answer too. 
You remember when your children was in kindergarten? Remember when your children was in kindergarten and third, first grade and all that? Huh? Four or five years old? How would you like it if your son or your daughter came home and say, Mommy, you know, this is a little boy coming to you and say, Well, Mommy, they taught me today I could become a little girl. This is the foolishness they want to teach in the class. And then the little girl comes in and goes, Mommy, they told me today I can do all I got to do is think about it and I can become a little boy. And kindergarten. I thought back when I was in kindergarten. I was dumb. I can't even remember being in kindergarten. And if I would have came home with that nonsense, my mama would have slapped me clean across the room. Just <laughs> son, my mama had this rule. She had six children. And she laid it down real, she laid it down. This is what she said. I want the boys to be boys, the girls to be girls. End of story. Well, okay. That's it. I want the boys to be boys, the girls to be girls. Okay. Okay, Mom. I don't think I look pretty good in a skirt. <laughs> you know? That's like putting lipstick on a pig. You know? You know? It's the same that you, know, you put a dress on a pig, but it's still a pig. Okay? But this is the nonsense that they're teaching the children today in the schools. Unnatural things. And do you know this? And then in turn on top of that, this, I don't know what to call her. She's in, she's being in Congress. I mean in the halls of Congress. And the senator is asking her a question. He says, now I'll ask you a question. Do you believe that a man can get pregnant and have an abortion? And she said, yes, I do. And I went, you know, that's the kind of person, I don't mean any harm to them like that, okay? But you need to chain them to the back of a car and drag them for a little bit till they come to their senses. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You changed your mind yet? <laughs> I mean, you know, where do you get this foolishness? And they're doing everything they possibly can to change God's law. What God created. Brother, I love you, but I ain't going to hold your hand walking down the street. <laughs> Just not going to happen. Okay? Ain't going to happen. No. Uh-uh. Okay? All right? I ain't going to twitch. Okay? I ain't going to skip. <laughs> I'm a man. <laughs> 
Praise God. <laughs> In Matthew 24 and 14 it says, In this gospel the kingdom will be proclaimed throughout the whole world as a testimony to all nations. And then the end will come. Somewhere in there it says it's going to come like a woman bearing child. Y'all had women that had babies. Yeah. It's like you don't know when. All of a sudden it's like, oh, time to go. <laughs> baby coming, baby ready. You say nine months, baby say I'm coming at eight. <laughs> Amen. He got his own, baby got his own time clock. Now, I'll tell you what's sick. I'm talking sick. I'm talking deranged. There are those out there that want to be able to do an abortion in the ninth month. That is criminal, if nothing else. And sinful on top of that. Amen. It's up to me. You do that, you're going to spend the next 50 years in jail thinking about it. Oh, Lord. You've got to get angry about what's going on around you. You just can't go walking around here every single day blind and saying, well, it is what it is. It, you've got to be able to get it down in your heart and say, Lord, this is wrong. There are people in my life I have disassociated myself with because of their attitudes about things. I don't need these people in my life. Go away. I don't need you and don't want you. And this other woman in this treasury person, you know what she's to ask her about the abortions? This is her answer. It's healthy for the economy to kill that. They do abortions. That way we don't have to like take care of them. So you much rather kill them than put them up for adoption? These are people that are in power in our government thinking like this. It is important Brother, is it important to vote and put the right people in? Okay? Matthew 24 and 12 says, And because lawlessness will be increased, and the love of many will grow cold. 
lawlessness, how we're going to defund the police and complain about the increase in crime. How stupid can you be? Press one for burglary, press two for murder, press, and we'll be there tomorrow. That's what they do. And then what they want to do? They want to send a social worker out. Yeah. There's a guy in there with a you know, gun to a person's head. Let's send the social worker out there to talk him out. People, where, where did you get this idea from it? You're going to talk somebody out. Police have what they call negotiators. They can try to get him out. But they have another step to it. It's called, we will shoot you in your head. <laughs> yeah. He's caught a blanche to the state. Yeah. 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 I remember when I was a little boy in the eighth grade, eighth, ninth grade, and I'm fighting in school. I used to. I fought. I mean, I was bad. I was a fight. And we got, me and a little boy, we got sent to the principal's office. And he gave us a choice. And the choice was disaster. And disaster was we call your mother and bring her in. And we, or you can go put the boxing gloves on in the in the in the in the gym. Huh? Where are the gloves? You call mama. Next to God, I'm scared of mama. Now what they know what they do now? It's called time out. You they put you in time out. Well, my mother, she, 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 you know, she had time out. Her time out was when she got through beating on me. That was time out. That was her time out. <laughs> you know, and she had a memory like an elephant. You know, 
I made the error in my way in a side story. I made an error in my ways when I was little. I made a big, I mean, I made a lot of mistakes, but I made a big mistake. I was out there fighting, and I told you I like to fight, and I'm out there fighting in the street. And my sister you know, said, I'm going to go home and tell Mommy. And I said, go home. And so then she came back. She said, Mommy said for you to come home. And I'm out there. And I'm a big man now. But, you know, and I said, my, I, I gave her a message to take to Mama. I said, you tell Mommy if she, wants her to, if she wants me to have her to come get me. And she went, really? And she flew up the stairs. And she ran in the house. She says, he said if you want him, you come get him. Really? Mama! <laughs> Upstairs, into the bathroom where you can't run, took off my own belt off of me, and proceeded to give me a good lesson. And after that lesson, then I told you she had a memory like an elephant. She says, now, that was for that. And now this is for what you did last week. <laughs> well, I let you slide. <laughs> and she compounded them. Be, and this was for that. <laughs> I never made that mistake again. <laughs> Those words never cross my lips, ever. Me come get you? That was like me calling Moses down from the mountaintop. <laughs> no, no, no. Praise God. We are standing at the threshold of the end time. This world is you're trying to figure out how remember when you did the limbo stick? You remember that, right? How low can you go? Well, this is what this world is trying to figure out right now. How low can it go? The bar is not being raised. The bar is being lowered and lowered and lowered and lowered. And pretty soon it's going to be so low you can't even get under it. You won't even be able to crawl under it. You know, when I was little, I remember, and you know, because my mom kept me in, she kept me in. One thing she did, you know, I wasn't in Pentecost or anything, I was in a little Baptist church and everything, but she, she kept me in church all the time. Okay? And I went to, I always went to camp meetings and spent the summers and she kept me in church and Sunday school and all this. And I remember some hearing about, I must have been about 12, 13 years old, and I had this, I heard this thing about there's going to become a time 
Now, no, from where I am right now in age, back when I was 11 years old, a long time ago, <laughs> that they said that there would come a time when men would be marrying men and women would marry women. Now, even at 12 years old, I went, I got mommy and daddy. Daddy and daddy? Mommy and mommy? And I, you know, I knew then at a, a, a young age that didn't even register on the scale of being anywhere near right. Now, you know, if you look at TV now, I mean, I'm telling you now, I'm an Uber driver time to time, right? And let me tell you, I run across some weird situation. I got it, and I, got, I can't, I can't, I got to still, I mean, I, I can't say nothing. And I get a woman in the back, and I'm taking her downtown. And she says she's having a, they're having a party. Now we talk and everything. She says, oh, yeah. There's a lady now. My wife is having a celebration. Hmm. Oh, wait a minute. You got a skirt on here. <laughs> You got a wife. And one night I was doing the fiesta, wrapping up fiesta Saturday night. And I get, I got a car that can hold six people. So I get a call to go get six young ladies. I don't get six people. When I get there, I see there are six young ladies. And they're all in their blue party dresses and everything, and they all pile in. And I'm taking them not too far from one side of town to the other downtown. But I'm listening to them talk, and one of the voices behind me is sort of rusty, you know? I'm going like... So I look in my rearview mirror, and there's one of them there, you know, all party and dress and wig on everything, but they got a five-pock shadow. They got a beard. I'm going. I got two of them in there. Now, I mean, and they get out. But then I remember one time I had these, uh, Five or six women picked all up. Now, these were, you know, they were women. 
They were all dressed up for parties and everything. They came from a club. But these women were a little different. They were asking me, do you know the mascot of the of the of the uh the Boston's hockey team? Uh no. Uh, I don't know nothing about hockey. <laughs> no many women ask him about hockey. And uh, listen to their conversations later as they went on and they're talking about how they were sleeping together and Got six of them. I remember a long time ago when I went on a picnic out there at Canyon Lake, and there was a woman walking in her bikini, and she had a she walked better than a man. She Unfortunately, if we're true, I mean, I we got family members that are that way. Okay, I remember walking one of my family members, and they brought a friend, and they went, "This is so and so." Looked like a man. <laughs> Smell like a woman. (laughs) It's right in your face now. It's right in your face. Do you know on the calendar, on your calendar, And I can prove it to you right here on this here. If you go to your calendar right now and look and it shows you the holidays that are coming up, guess what one of the holidays is? Gay Pride Month or Gay Pride Week or Gay Pride Day. It's it's haunting. Yeah. You on yours? On mine. On mine. I looked on there and I saw it. I was looking, looking at my calendar. I said, "Well, let me just look at some holidays ahead." And and there it was. Uh, I think it's coming up. It just had it was flagged on there. Uh, coming up in here, Independence Day, Juneteenth, Memorial Day. Here we go. June the 1st, first day of LGBTQ plus pride. And my question is, what in the world is the Q plus? That means that anybody they can get to go along with them. 
There it is. You see it? First day. June 1st. LGBTQ. Yes, it's like, I mean, you know, they are so crazy, they don't even, can't, they can't even say what they are. They got to use alphabets. <laughs> you know? I got an alphabet for mine, for who I am. Yeah, it's called M-A-N. <laughs> How about that? Huh? Praise God. Let's stand here now for a moment now. Let's stand. My Lord and my Savior, we love you, Jesus. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Satan is out there going about who he can destroy. Amen? And he's destroying them as fast as he can. And he's got people's minds so messed up, it's unbelievable. Amen? Amen. Let's close in prayer. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, we love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We worship you, Lord. We're so thankful, Lord. And, Lord, once again, we want to pray for those uh, families down there in Uvalde and the loved ones that have lost their loved ones, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord, comfort them with thy Holy Spirit, Lord, I 